Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to God Has a Plan for Your Life. My name is Kathy and I'll be your host for today. Today, God's really been putting it upon my heart, um, this scripture. I want you to go to Psalms 37, verse 7 through 9. This is what God says. But those who wait... For the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up their wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. God's really been putting on my heart that we need to wait on God. A lot of us start rushing into things that God never had planned for us. And God's really been speaking to me about that, and I really feel that it's for you guys that are listening. If you go to Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25, it says, The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18, Therefore the Lord waits to be gracious to you, and therefore He exalts Himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for Him. In James chapter 5, verse 7 through 8. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious food of the earth? Be patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. So God's telling us right there in a couple of scriptures that I just gave you. That it's important to wait upon Him, to wait on the Lord. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in life that we want to rush things. Everything in life is just fast, 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 fast. Let me give you an example. You know, you're running about your day, going to work here and there. Maybe some of you have kids, maybe you don't. But if you're busy, you have kids, sometimes there's not going to be time to cook. And you just want to go to the fast food place and pick up something really quick. But sometimes in our earthly nature, we don't have that that joy in waiting. And we want things fast at a snap of a finger. And sometimes God allows things to happen so that we can wait. Picture, have you ever been in rush hour traffic, bumper to bumper, and you're trying to get to work, and you feel like you're going to be late, and you're just wanting the traffic to hurry up and speed up so that way you can get there on time, but God wants you to wait. There's a purpose and a season for everything, and you know, there's people that believe that everything happens for a reason. I believe that that's true. God says so in the Bible. In Ecclesiastics, he said, "Every to everything there is a season. And I believe that some of you have been waiting for a while now for your prayers to be answered. You're waiting for that job promotion. You're waiting for that spouse. You're waiting to hear that good report from the doctor. You're waiting... Uh, to hear good news. Whatever it may be, God's word for you today is to wait and trust in Him. Because when you trust in Him, 
God sees things that maybe you're not able to see behind the scenes. God knows things that you're not able to know about behind the scenes. So if you don't get that promotion at work, if you don't get that career change that you expected, if you're still waiting for that spouse and it's been months or years, God knows why. Perhaps you're already ready and God's fixing that other person. God's molding them and shaping them. You know, the Bible says that he's a potter and we're the clay. He's molding us and shaping us to who he wants us to be. So if we try to rush it in our own understanding, we could get something bad. In other words, you know, in the Bible, there's a story in the Bible about Ishmael and you want the real thing. You don't want the fake thing. Let, let me just repeat that. You want the real thing. You don't want the fake thing. I want you to go to the book of... Let me see here. there's a story about Ish, Ishmael and Isaac. I want you to read a little bit about the story here. So for those of you who already know what's going on, but maybe some of you don't know. In Genesis chapter 21, it was not the birth of Isaac that stirred up trouble. It was his growth. When Isaac was born, Hagar and her son Ishmael were not bothered very much. But after Isaac had grown up, Ishmael became, began to mock him in the biblical sense. This means that Ishmael was persecuting Isaac. God even counted Ishmael's persecution of Isaac as the beginning of 400-year persecution of his people. That's in Acts chapter 15, verse 13. Ishmael was mocking a serious thing because Isaac was God's ordained seed. And Ishmael was the counterfeit. I want you to get that. What did, what did we just say? Ishmael was mocking a serious thing because Isaac was God's ordained seed and Ishmael was a counterfeit. The counterfeit always hates the ordained. We, the ordained seed, you and I are the ordained seed, are hated by the counterfeit. As Paul, the disciple, says in Galatians chapter 4, verse 20 to 9, But as then he that was born according to the flesh persecuted him that was born according to the Spirit, so also it is now. The growth of Isaac stirred up that persecution. So if you don't know the story, Abraham and Sarah had wanted a son and the angel came to Abraham telling him he was going to have a son and Sarah at her old age she didn't believe that so she wanted to take matters into her own hand so she went out there and told her husband to go sleep with the maid which is Hagar now can you imagine that if those of you are married are you going to go tell your spouse to go sleep with someone else so that they can have a baby I sure wouldn't do that 
And I know a lot, a lot of other women wouldn't do that. But back in this day, Sarah, because she didn't have the full faith that she needed, she wanted to take matters into her own hands. And she didn't believe that God was going to fulfill that promise. So she asked her husband, Abraham, to go sleep with the maid. And he did. And out of that came a baby named Ishmael, which was the counterfeit. God wants to tell you today to wait patiently because he wants to give you the ordained seed. Come on now, I'm preaching. He wants to give you an Isaac, not an Ishmael. He wants to give you the real thing. This includes for those of you men out there that are waiting on God. God wants to give you the right woman. He don't want to give you a woman who you think that looks good and is beautiful and kind at first. But then once you marry her, she's the complete opposite. We need to see the spiritual guidance of this situation. So, in spiritual guidance, we got to go to God for everything. And that means sometimes God is going to ask us to wait on Him. To trust Him. And He'll show you. He's going to show you if that was God-ordained or not. Some of you have been waiting to get switched job careers. Or you're waiting to get that promotion. And you're wondering, why, Lord, is it taking so long God works behind the scenes and he knows exactly what's going on. And he doesn't want you to give up, but he wants you to wait patiently with a joyful heart. So I want you to keep in mind that you may think you know what's best for your life, but that's permissive will. You want to be in God's perfect divine will God's perfect divine will how many of you out there want God's promise God promises us that to wait upon him to seek him and he'll give us the desires of our heart so what are you believing for what have you been waiting for remember one day here is like a thousand years to God it says so in the Bible I want you to trust in him in everything from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you fall asleep trust in God because he has your perfect and best interest at heart he's our heavenly father he's our Abba father I know some of you are going through difficult times right now and you're saying Kathy you don't understand where I'm living at You don't know my country. You don't know my city. You don't know the environment. You don't know what's going around you. And you're correct, I don't. But what I can do for you is that I can pray that God will move the mountains, that he'll move the detours, that he'll move the obstacles that are standing in your path so that you can get those prayers answered. A lot of times we want things so quickly. And then when we do get them, then we start praying to God, this isn't what I expected. This isn't what I wanted. 
And you know why? Because you did it in your own flesh. You want what you want. But you got to ask, is that what God wants? Does God want me to work here? Does God want me to marry this person? Does God want me to move to this city? Does God want me to get this job? You got to start asking those questions. What does God want me to do with my life? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And God will begin to speak to you in several ways. He'll speak through you through pastors. He'll speak through you through other Christian people that are in the word. He'll speak through you to you through prophets. He'll speak to you when you're reading the Bible. And you open up your Bible. And you're going to hear that still small voice guiding you and telling you which direction to go in. But if you're one of those people that have been praying and you say, Kathy, how do I hear from God? I haven't heard from God yet. I haven't heard his voice. Then just be still and trust in him. Just be still and trust in him. Sometimes you'll be praying for a while and God won't answer. He just wants to see where your faith lies. Are you going to trust in man or are you going to trust in him? Are you going to trust what the doctor says and gives you that bad report? Or are you going to trust in what God says? God is a good God and he loves you and he wants the best things in store for you. Heavenly Father, we just lift up everyone today that's listening onto the podcast. And we just pray, Father God, that you begin to speak to them. Speak to them in dreams and visions, Lord God. Share with them their You know their wants and their needs, Lord God, but you have a perfect will, a destiny, a perfect plan for their life, Lord God. Share with them what it is that you want them to be doing. What is their purpose? Lord God, we thank you. We thank you that you're going to help them to wait patiently for you and for that answer, Lord God. We thank you that they're going to wait joyfully, Lord God. We thank you that they're not going to give up, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they're not going to grow weary or grow faint, Father God, in the waiting process. We thank you, Lord God, that it takes time. We thank you, for Father God, that you're watching over them and protecting them and guiding them, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you're guarding their hearts, Lord God, as a husband guards his wife's heart, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that everyone that is listening, Lord God, begins to hear those words, wait patiently upon the Lord. We thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your grace, for your power, for your holiness. We thank you, Lord God. Father God, I pray that wherever these people are listening all over the world, Lord God, that you put joy back into their hearts. Where there's sorrow, Father God, that you fill them with laughter. Where there's doubt or fear, Lord God, that you fill them with power and strength, Lord God. And Father God, for those that feel that they don't hear your voice, that they long to hear your voice, Lord God, we ask you to move, to move, to move in their hearts, move in their bodies, move in their minds, move in their spirit. And we thank you, Lord God. Father God, we know that you have great things in store for them. And we just ask you, Lord God, 
to bring it to pass. Your word says to stand firm and to hold fast and to write the vision down and make it plain. So, Lord God, we just give you all the glory and all the praise, Lord God. We thank you that we've already prayed and our prayers became a sweet fragrance into your very nostrils, Lord God. And we thank you that those prayers are being answered right now, Lord God. That you're answering the prayers for the people in Philippines. That you're answering the prayers for the people that are in Australia that have been going through the lockdown. We thank you, Lord God, that you're answering the people in Italy. We thank you, Father God, that you're answering those in France. We thank you, Lord God, that you're answering those people in Germany. We thank you, Lord God, that you're answering, Father God, the prayers of everyone that's listening in in United Kingdom. We thank you, Lord God, that you hear the cries of the people in Indonesia. We thank you, Lord God, that you're hearing the people in Honduras. We thank you, Lord God, that you heard the people in the United States. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're going to begin to move mightily in everyone's path, Lord God. We thank you that you're hearing those that are in Poland that are listening to this podcast, Lord God, and that you're going to answer those prayers. Father God, your word says that you're no respecter of persons. And what you did for one, you will do for another. We thank you for those answered prayers. We thank you for those doors that are opening. We thank you, Lord God, for the divine appointments. We thank you, Father God, for favor. We thank you, Lord God, that you're shielding everyone from protection and keeping them from harm's way. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Everybody, I want you to be thankful. You have another day of life. If you are alive and breathing, that's another gift from God. God has a perfect plan for your life. Rejoice in his promises because all his promises are yes and amen. And rejoice in the time when we have to wait. Sometimes it may seem long, but God knows what's best for you. And he's there to protect you and to keep you safe. Be blessed and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.